The Disrupt Education vlog can be found on YouTube. To hear it in podcast form, search Disrupt Education on any of the following podcast platforms. Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Breaker, CastBox, Overcast, Radio Public, Pocket Cast, Spotify, or Stitcher. This episode of Disrupt Education, I got Vinay here. Thanks for being here, man. Yeah, for sure. Actually, I'm in your office. Yes, yeah, we uh, are. Tell us a little bit about uh, what, what you do and what you do here. Yeah, so I uh, work for a social uh, impact technology company called Upmetrics. Um, we're here in LaGrange, just outside of Chicago. Um, Upmetrics is actually based out of um, San Francisco, and uh, we are a uh, social impact tech company that works with schools, districts, Nonprofits and foundations around uh, data collection, data analysis, and impact reporting. Hot, hot topics out yeah. there in employment, yeah. right? Yeah. Data collection. Um, tell us a little bit about your background yeah. in education. Yeah, so I kind of have a unique journey. Um, you know some of it. You've mm-hmm. seen me along a couple, couple of my stops. Um, I'm actually an engineer by degree. Went to Northern Illinois, um, uh, graduated with industrial engineering degree, worked for Intel out on the East Coast. Um, did that for about two years, did a career change, uh, got into some small business, owned a franchise restaurant for a little bit, um, but I always wanted to get into education. Um, I wanted to coach, I wanted to teach, um, so I did a program called Teach for America, mm-hmm. um, and through that I taught um, in the Chicago Public Schools for three years at Paul Robeson High School. was a teacher, a coach, um, taught math, taught business education, how we met initially, yep. mm-hmm. um, and then after that for about three years I then transitioned to prospective charter schools. Worked there for nine years um, as the director of athletics and after school programs. So mm-hmm. that was a really neat job. Got to help students uh, extend their school day in yeah. a good way. Um, and after school wasn't as structured, which we were pretty excited about, but definitely they got some good experiences along the way um, with athletics, then obviously um, different after school programs. Um, and one thing I forgot to mention too was mm-hmm. during my time as a business education teacher, and I know you'll appreciate this, yeah. did, did a lot of work with. Um, problem-based learning yeah. um, for our students and getting them field experience um, and working in uh, different fields, actually a lot of technical fields right, around right. transportation, distribution, and logistics. So that was kind of something I got to do along the way as well mm-hmm. um, that got to see how kids can learn in different ways. And, and you uh, you jump then back into the corporate world, right? Correct. I mean, it would be almost startup world. Yes. Um, with Upmetrics, and that's that's unique because there are a lot of teachers that go into teaching and it becomes a career. Mm-hmm. Um, what was that jump like? And tell us a little bit about Upmetrics and how does that work into the education realm? So, you know, it was interesting to be honest with you. Um, you know, I, I really enjoyed teaching. Um, I, I didn't know if teaching would be my long-term uh, career path. I actually went back to school and became a school, got my school counseling degree as well. I thought at some point I would be a school counselor, coach, and that would kind of be, you know, what it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then the 12 years I did in the Chicago Public Schools, there was a lot of uncertainty with our state, uh, state funding of schools, especially schools and in, in, in areas of need. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you look at positions like mine that are dedicated to out-of-school time, um, and those are usually the first to get underfunded mm-hmm. or get you know funding being cut. So for me, it was a very interesting kind of fork in the road. Like, what do I do? Do I stay with the um, uneasiness and the uncertainty, um, or do I try to continue working in a 
a space that I'm passionate about and making right. change, mm-hmm. but doing it in a different lens, if that makes sense. Yeah. And um, Upmetrics uh, provided me that opportunity in that stage. And Upmetrics is uh, not very corporate at all, which is mm-hmm. great. Right. Um, we are a startup, and yeah. in you know in San Francisco, you know we have a team of about 25 plus, or uh, about 20 to 25 out here. It's just uh, my colleague Charles and I. Mm-hmm. So there's not a lot of red tape. We, yeah. we do what we need to do. We get it done. Um, so that's kind of nice. And in terms of what Upmetrics is doing and how we impact education, so we work with a lot of schools and districts around measuring the impact of their programs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and it can be a simple measurement of how many kids are coming, how often they're coming, yeah. um, or how well or not well they might be doing because they're part of a program. Yeah. So we like to bring transparency to that to then provide you know teachers, instructors, administrators, school boards, um, giving them insight to the impact of their work, mm-hmm. um, and then hopefully allowing programs to grow, the good programs to grow, the not so good programs to get better, right. um, giving the teachers and the and the students some immediate feedback and mm-hmm. the parents, um, and then kind of changing the game that way. So that's kind of the big thing, is bringing a data-driven mindset um, to a space that has not always used data effectively is kind of the ways we look at it. I mean, it's it's interesting in, in schools, we think of data as whatever the kid's number is, right? Correct. Um, what I like about Upmetrics is you bring in um, data that actually, hey, is this program working mm-hmm. or not? And what kind of things have you found with some of the, you know, you don't have to name any of your clients, but yeah. what kind of programs are interesting that you found have pretty cool data? So Upmetrics in, in the Chicagoland area has mm-hmm. been open for about going on two and a half years. So we've seen a variety of groups Mm -hmm. um, over that span, which has been neat from, you know, STEM, robotics, you know, digital marketing, workforce development, urban gardening, Mm -hmm. um, to your regular after-school programs, drama, theater, art, debate, um, you know, varsity football, varsity volleyball, track and field, softball, baseball, et cetera. Um, So all of that we've seen. Uh, For me, which is really exciting, because I've worked so, I worked and entrepreneurship, of course, mm-hmm. but I worked so passionately in all those fields over time. Um, and what's really neat is that in most cases, we're seeing a lot of um, growth and even higher performing students, the more involved they are. Mm-hmm. So in certain cases, you are seeing that, you know, the, you know, some kids who are involved versus kids that are not involved, you know, you do see some anomalies, but for the most part, the data shows that kids who are involved mm-hmm. and who are involved more are performing better um, on tests, are performing better on, with their grades or GPAs, and are definitely coming to school more. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that has been really reassuring to me, because when I was at Perspectives, we would see that a lot, but Perspectives mm-hmm. is also, it's a very unique school. You know, it's 2,000 kids and you know, a couple zip codes in Chicago. Right. Um, and you know, what does that mean for kids on the north or the, or the west or the south parts of our state um, and even the region? So now we're seeing that data um, more holistically, and it's reaffirming a lot of what I saw um, through my lens at Perspectives, and that's been exciting. With your um, with your experience mm-hmm. in the classroom, in kind of the engineering world, yep. and now in the data world, mm-hmm. how would you change the education system if you could do it right now? You know, I have kids now too, and so with that, as they're starting to attend school, my wife's a teach, former teacher as well, we talk about that a lot, right? Mm-hmm. And as former teachers, what we liked doing, what we didn't like doing, what worked, what didn't work, what we just had to do, because you had to do it, yeah. um, and you just were being a good teacher or mm-hmm. a, good, a good employee. Um, my big thing is, and I saw this when I was at Paul Robeson High School, and we were teaching this logistics class, I got to do it for two years, um, that's how I met you again, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, is 
providing kids experiential learning, right? And providing them a framework as they go into the learning. So we, you know, there is some guide, there is a rubric, there is, there is something to walk into it. So expectations are set, mm -hmm. but then kind of putting everything out there and letting the kids explore and then being around to affirm, um, negate, guide, or just walk away and say, hey, you need to think about that. Or, right. or one thing I learned from one of my peers was ask three mm -hmm. and then me. Mm -hmm. So as a teacher, you know, hey, no, ask three then me, right? Yeah. And that was something I learned from my, my coworkers at, at Robeson. So um, to me, it would be providing more genuine, authentic, out of classroom experiences that are valued as much as sitting in physics, calc, and English mm -hmm. every day for 50 minutes, five days a week. Right. 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 So that's my big thing, you know, and, and I'll, I was thinking about this the other night when I knew we were going to talk. You know, I, a lot of those students that I taught when I was at Robeson are probably in their late 20s and early 30s now. Mm -hmm. but through social media, we've stayed connected, which yeah. is, okay, could be good and bad. Sorry, yeah. sorry guys. But um, <laughs> with that, it's been interesting to see a handful of those former students that are now working in the transportation, transportation distribution and logistics field. Yeah, right. Which is pretty, so I have a few of my former students that are truck drivers now, mm -hmm. which is awesome. Yeah. And I remember taking them to uh, a FedEx facility in Aurora, um, a UPS facility just down the street in Hodgkins, yeah. um, going to a Caterpillar facility in Aurora too. Um, so we, or actually not Caterpillar, Toyota, a Toyota, mm -hmm. Toyota facility in Aurora. So we did some of those things. It's interesting how 10 years later, um, or actually, yeah, 12 years later, some of them are saying to me like, hey, Mr. Mullick, that some of that, what we learned in those classes is now uh, driving me now. So right. to me, I think what I would change is the uh, experiential, authentic learning, and not just providing the opportunities, because I feel a lot of schools provide them, mm -hmm. but it's prioritizing them right. and putting resources behind them and allowing adults to be free in doing that. Um, I think that's important. It's almost taken the data that you're finding out in yep. this position and then bringing it into the classroom saying, this is working outside of school or after school, post-school and bringing them into yeah. the, the day. Yeah, extending the day, yeah. right? So they, I think the big term for that is connected learning right. or, or learner connected, right? right? So with that, it's it's extending that day and, and saying what's working from, a lot of people say four to six, but as mm -hmm. a former athletic director, it's four to 10, right? right? Yeah. So it's working four to 10, you know, seven days a week sometimes. Mm -hmm. um, definitely can work during the school day mm -hmm. if it's prioritized. Yeah. And over time, um, what will the test scores show? I mean, I think we'll see, but I think what's more important is, you know, what are the students uh, taking home with them? Right. And then what are they applying to their daily lives? Yeah. Um, and I think for me, that's been interesting. Um, that logistics class that we had, um, yeah, it was when I took it on, I really, I knew what I was doing because I'm a former engineer, so mm -hmm. that was neat. And I had lived logistics, but then when it came time to teach it, that was like, holy cow, like, what am I teaching? Right. Um, but to see some of those skills absorbed with, um, you know, now that they're young adults or, yeah. you know, it, it's been pretty deep. Where can uh, people find more about Upmetrics? Yeah. Um, so we're on the web, obviously, like, like most, mm -hmm. uh, like all companies now. So mm -hmm. that's, you know, www.upmetrics.com. Um, mm -hmm. We're very active on all our social platforms, um, you know, uh, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, um, Instagram. Uh, so you can connect us, you know, any, any way there. Um, and yeah, and we're in, our offices are actually in Chicago, um, Philadelphia, uh, Sacramento, 
uh, Los Angeles and then headquartered in San Francisco. Nice. So nice. yeah, so please come see us. Absolutely. Uh, measuring the disruption. That's what I'm yeah. going to call it. There right? we go. Let's measure it. Appreciate so. it, man. Yeah, Thank you so much for Appreciate inviting it. me into the office. Yeah. Guys, check out Upmetrics. We'll put all the stuff down below. Thank you again for watching and listening. We'll talk to you later on Disrupt Education. Yep. Thanks.